Good morning, Cathedral of Faith. We are so excited that you guys have come here today, that you have used God's freedom to make a decision to come here today. We love you guys for that. Psalm chapter 113, verse 1 through 3, it says, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, you his servants. Praise the name of the Lord. Let the name of the Lord be praised both now and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to the place where it sets, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Khadijah, are you ready to worship with us today? Come on. Let's go, Cathedral of Faith. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hey. Let praise be a weapon that silence says the enemy. Let praise be a weapon that conquers all anxiety. So let it rise. Let praise arise. We sing your name in the dark and it changes everything. We sing with all that we are and we claim your victory. Survive when we 
praise ring in the sanctuary. Come on. Does he deserve to hear our praise today? Come on. God is good. And all the time. Come on, let everything that has breath praise the Lord, y'all. decided to come to the house of the Lord today. Welcome everybody. This is Cathedral Faith. Everyone's welcome here. Nobody's perfect. The love is lived out in anything and everything is because we serve an amazing God. And I believe that that one line that we just said says, fear cannot survive when we praise you. Fear cannot survive in the presence of the Lord. And as we honor the presence of the Lord, we just invite you to extend your hands heavenward in this moment as we just pause to pray and honor. God, we honor you. This is your gathering. This is your church. This is your message. This is your good news. And we surround you in this moment with praise and adoration and reverence and honor. And we pray that your beauty would fill the sanctuary and that your beauty would compel a louder praise, a louder shout, a higher praise, a higher shout. So God, I pray that as we gather here in this moment and as the word is brought forth with clarity and power, Lord, let your anointing fall in this place on your people. I pray that the beauty and the holiness would destroy yokes, would destroy bondages, would set the captive free, would save souls, would ignite a flame of revival in the Bay Area. We need you, Father. We honor you and we love you. And all of God's people shouted in this moment, and amen, and amen. Come on, can we put our hands together and honor the name of the Lord? 
thousand generations falling down to worship to sing the song of ages to the Lamb. All who've gone before us and all who will believe we sing the song of ages to the Lamb. Your name is the highest, your name is the greatest, your name stands above them all. All thrones and dominions, all powers and positions, your name stands above them all, and the angels cry. All creation cries, holy, you are lifted high, holy, holy forever. If you've been forgiven, and if you've been redeemed, sing the song forever to the land. That's it. If you walk with freedom, if you bear his name, sing the song forever to the land. Oh, we'll sing the song
cried Holy All creation cries Holy You are lifted high Holy Holy forever Hear your people say Hear your people say Holy to the King of Kings, holy, you will always be holy, holy forever. Oh, Cathedral. Come on, let's respond to his holiness now. Come on, put your hands together. Come on, shout holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty. of faith, Jesus Christ was manifested so that he would destroy the works of the devil. And this morning I want to declare over your life that the enemy's work has been destroyed. As we come to the table of communion this morning, we remember what Christ did at Calvary. We remember the victory that was swallowed up. We thank God for the body of Christ. Jesus blessed this bread. He broke it. He gave it. He said, this is my body broken for you. Let us partake together of the body of Christ. Thank you, Jesus. In like manner, he took the cup. He said, this is my blood. You have a new covenant written in his blood. As we partake of the blood of Christ this morning, Let's remember that he shed his blood so that you and I could be forgiven. Let us partake together of the blood of Christ.
Thank you, Jesus. Let us say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever and ever. Amen. Amen. Give God a hand of praise. Hallelujah. As you're being seated this morning, tell your neighbor the work of the enemy has been destroyed in your life today. Cathedral family and friends, whether you're on campus or online, it's so good that we are here together again this week. If you are a first time visitor, welcome. We are so excited that you are here with us today. We encourage you to take the card that's located in the seat back in front of you, scan the QR code. There you will find information on how to give, stay connected, and other things happening here at Cathedral. Also, if you have recently stepped across that line and put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, let us know. On that same form, we would like to send you a certificate to mark that special moment in your life. This September, we at Cathedral are partnering with Real Options. Real Options is an organization that provides faith-based strategies to anyone impacted by abortion, adoption, infertility, miscarriage, and stillbirth. The Hope Bible Study will begin in September. For more information, visit the kiosk in the lobby. The lead guitarist and the founding member of the rock band, Korn, is coming here to Cathedral next Sunday, September the 10th. Brian Head Welch is a founding member of the rock band, Korn. Korn has sold more than 35 million records worldwide and has earned two Grammys. On the rise to fame, Brian found himself in a dark place and struggled with addiction, depression, and suicidal thoughts. Hear his amazing comeback story of redemption and reconciliation. Learn why and how to create multiple financial resources for the kingdom this fall in this event. Life Surge will be happening next Saturday, September the 9th, here at Cathedral. Gather with thousands of Christians from a life-changing moment featuring guest speakers including Tim Tebow and Nick Vujicic. Now let's hear from our family ministry pastors about our upcoming marriage conference. How's it folks? It's Pastor Romel and Aurora, and we lead marriage and family ministry here at Cathedral, and we're building one couple at a time, fully believing that strong marriages lead strong families and ignite Silicon Valley Marriage Conference is an awesome way to do exactly that. In marriage, you will need to have tools to have a healthy communication, a healthy behavior that brings the truth of God in your marriage. Keep your marriage strong and invest in your marriage by attending this conference and get connected to the marriage ministry in your church to create a healthy community around your marriage. This conference is all of that and more. 
<laughs> Thank you so much, pastors. Please make sure you visit the kiosk after service to sign up for this awesome marriage conference. And also stop by our guest services to pick up some invites to help share and spread the word about this amazing opportunity here in San Jose for couples. Well, Cathedral, that wraps up our announcements for today. Please visit our website, follow our social media pages, download our Cathedral app for the latest and greatest happening here at Cathedral. Bye, Cathedral family. Oh, thanks, Anquisha. Well, good morning, Cathedral family. It's great to be here together in the house of the Lord, amen, receiving his life and strength. And one thing I hope you've already noticed by now, whether you've been coming today or for weeks or months or years, is Cathedral is all about Jesus. We love Jesus, we point to Jesus, we worship Jesus, we serve Jesus. Jesus is the center of everything we do because he's the center of the good news for each of our lives. And our goal is to help each one of you be a disciple of Jesus. We're not just to know about him, but we're to follow him. And here's the definition of a disciple. A disciple is a student of the words of Jesus, which means we're growing, an imitator of the words of, of the ways of Jesus, which means we're connecting, and a partner in the mission of Jesus, which means we're serving. That's what we do here. We connect, grow, and serve. And that's why several times a year we come out with our Connect, Grow, Serve brochure. Hopefully you received one on the way in. If not, you can get one after service by dropping by our guest centers. These are all the ways that you can connect and grow and serve this fall here at Cathedral of Faith. There's a QR code there you can go to. It shows you so many options. On Sundays, we have amazing classes on Galatians, on, on how to be introduced to prophetic ministry, on becoming the one. We have classes throughout the week. We have all kinds of ministries for young adults, for single adults, for couples. We have breakfast coming up for men, for women, for couples. We have so many great things coming up. Our senior adults, chosen generation, meet every month. In fact, they're gonna be taking a trip to Monterey soon. We're also taking a trip to Cambodia, a missions team coming up at the beginning of next year. And Pastor Kurt and I will be taking a group to the Holy Land soon. We encourage you to go here so you can find a place to connect, to grow and to serve as you become a disciple of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Everybody hold your sheet up if you have one. Okay, do you not have them? There you go. Wave them with me. Okay, make sure you go to the QR code and if you don't have one, pick one up after service. Well, one of the things that we do here at Cathedral of Faith in hosting people and growing in their tr in knowledge of truth and faith is we are a host to Northern California Bible College. For decades, this school has ministered here in the Bay Area, raising up men and women to serve the Lord and know the Word of God. Marianne, I'm going to invite you to stand up. Marianne is the registrar for the school. It's great to have her here with us this weekend. She will be in the foyer after service. If you'd like more information, you can get a certificate in Bible. You can get an associate's degree. We're an accredited college. You can get a bachelor's degree or even a master's degree in Bible and theology. We encourage you to make use of this opportunity we have on a weekly basis for you to grow in your faith. Amen? Well, speaking of Northern California Bible College, I'm going to invite Pastor Kent Guardiola to come out and join me here with a team that's getting ready to head out tomorrow to the Philippines. Let's welcome them as they come. How fun. Pastor Kent, as you know, heads up our Gilmore campus. He also leads our young adult ministry, our single adult ministry. He does, he does it all. But he's 
taking this team to the Philippines tomorrow where they're going to meet with our congregation, Cathedral of Faith Philippines, because they're celebrating their 10-year anniversary next weekend. Woohoo! Pretty cool, huh? So this team is going to be ministering to pastors in the community, teaching and preaching at the church, ministering to children. They're also going to be laying tile. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're looking forward to hearing the great things as they join our pastors, Pastor John and Myra, who have been there for 10 years. John and Myra, along with Pastor Kent, are also in CBC, Northern California Bible College graduates. And we're just so grateful for the opportunity we have at Cathedral to be part of what God's doing around the world. And I'm going to ask you in this moment to reach your hands toward them. We want to pray for them and bless them in this moment. And we want to recognize our part as we send them out. Lord Jesus, we recognize in moments like this, we are so close to what happened in the book of Acts. They sent out Paul, they sent out Barnabas, they sent out Timothy, they sent out Silas, they sent out Luke to serve and to bless and to bring the good news of the gospel. And as this team goes forth, bless them, Lord Jesus. Give them strength, give them favor, let them be safe. Let every part of transportation they have, whether it's a jeepney or whether it's a plane, whatever it is, keep them safe and protect them and watch over them. We pray that you would be the focus of this trip and that as they serve and bless others, as they represent us at Cathedral of Faith, that they would be a great blessing that they would come back with amazing stories of what you've done and that they too would be transformed in this moment as they see with your eyes and hear with your ears the cries that others aren't hearing. Bless them, encourage them, and strengthen. Thank you, Lord, that they represent all of us over there and we send them out in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let's hear it for our team. So I encourage you to be praying for them the next week and a half as they're over there serving. It's going to be an amazing time. And as I said, we've got a Cambodia trip coming up. If you'd like to be part of ministering on that team, we'd love to have you. Well, I've got a question for you. How many of you have ever seen a, a happy, stingy person? How many have ever seen this sad, generous person? It just doesn't happen. Here is a passage of scripture I want to share with you from Proverbs 11. It says this, The world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. The one who blesses others is abundantly blessed, and those who help others are helped. We give you this opportunity every week to be generous, and therefore, your world gets larger, and you have greater happiness. And so that's why each week we give you this moment to remind you about the bringing of tithes and offerings. You can go online, you can text. Those of you who are watching at home, you can write out a check and mail it or drop in or go online. Our ushers are here with offering envelopes after service. You can give them on the way out. You can enlarge your world by being generous. And we just thank you for your faithfulness to make ministry possible, to make trips to the Philippines possible. You have been a blessing. Well, one final thing I want to share with you is next week we begin our Explore God series as we join with other churches, at least 100 churches in the Bay Area, to explore God. And I would encourage you to go to the website, exploregod.com, and find out more about how we want to help answer questions. Over these weeks, we'll be answering questions like, well, why does God allow suffering? And how do I know God's really there? There are a lot of questions that you might have, but people in the community might have who've not yet received Christ. And so I encourage you to invite 
invite family and friends to come out so they can be ministered to. You might want to start a small group, and you can find out about that on the website. We are all about Jesus, the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. In fact, I'm going to invite you to stand with me right now. We're going to worship the Lord together as Irvin and the World of Arts team comes and leads us in the song, This is the Gospel. Let's worship him together. Cathedral, we're not done praising yet. Amen. Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the beginning, you sent the earth spinning, fashioned us from the dust. And since our existence, there's only been one mission for you to commune with us. And then came the garden, we became the fallen. Sin made us lose our way. Oh, but the love that's too good to give us set a course for amazing grace. This is the gospel, this is the good news. Tell everybody how we saved you. This is the gospel, this is the good news, tell everybody, there's a God that loves you, oh how he loves you, there's a God that loves you, oh how he loves you, there's a God that loves you, and then came the Savior who was born in a manger, raised up to ransom us, and healing the blind, raising dead back to the life signs of his perfect love and there on the cross how he paid every cost he defeated death hell and grave hey. and on that third morning the stone started rolling oh what a beautiful day this is the gospel this is the good news tell everybody and how he saved Oh, how he loves you. There's a God that loves you. 
for your presence in this place. You're so worthy of all of our praise. We thank you, God, that you are the difference. You are the reason. And we thank you, God, that your love so abounds in this place. Do in these moments what only you can take credit for, and we give you praise and glory right now for the results in the holy and high name of Jesus, who is our Christ, and the people of God said amen. Amen. God bless you as you're seated. I want to talk for just a few moments this morning about three potent potables that will get you through any season. Winter, spring, summer, fall, we're about to make a turn now into a new season. And as we embark upon this new season, I believe this morning that God is going to do something very special for you as you have obeyed him to assemble in this place this morning to hear from him, to connect with him, to believe him for great things in your life. So here this morning, when you consider this whole idea of Labor Day, we are in what we call a Labor Day weekend. Everybody gets to get off and, and maybe take a drive, maybe take a flight, maybe go to the park. Uh, maybe, I, I don't know, for me, I'm trying to play tennis. I asked my son to stop beating me 6'1", six, 6'0". Six, six, I've gotten in halfway decent shape now to get back on the court, and every time I get close to him, he pushes the pedal to the metal. I remember when he was so young, he couldn't beat me. But now the tides have turned, and uh, he won't let me get past four games in a set. So you pray for me. Pray for him, because sooner or later I'm going to get him, and he knows it. All right. Three potent potables this morning. When you consider the reality of Labor Day and all that it means, we celebrate all those who have made contributions, not only to make this country great, but you consider the reason why this country is so great is because of the gospel, the Ungeli of Jesus Christ. We, yes, that's a good place to give him praise. We send more missionaries... We export the gospel of Jesus Christ more than any country on the planet. And that's one of the reasons why we are so blessed. When you consider the first invitation that Jesus gave, it was to a crowd of people who were trying to follow him, but they were trying to do it under the law. And the religious sect, the religious leaders, had a yoke around the people's necks, and Jesus was downloaded from heaven to break the yokes and to set people free, and they wanted to keep people in bondage. I believe this morning that there's about to be a shift in your life. The things that tried to hold you hostage, the things that tried to hold you bound, the things that tried to hold you back, I believe God is going to give you a shift this morning and push you into a place where you realize you're in a new season. 
First invitation Jesus gave was in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. He said these words, come unto me, all you who labor. Somebody say labor. All you who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Somebody say rest. It's time for you to rest and watch God work. It's time for you to rest in Christ and watch God work and stop trying to do what only God can do through you. Stop stressing, stop pressing, stop up and down, get off the yo-yo, get off the merry-go-round and get on the one who lifts you up and gives you an upgrade and says, listen, I can take you through the season. I brought you to it. I can get you through it. Come unto me, Jesus says, all you who labor and a heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And then he said these words. He says, God is not unjust to forget your labor of love. We are the place where the love is lived out. Somebody say, love, love. is lived out. There's something about the love of God, the power of God, the agapeo of God that pushes you to a place as you grow in grace and in the knowledge of your Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus says, everything you do in his name for his sake to advance his kingdom, he is not going to forget about it. Listen, the one thing that Jesus, that God has spiritual amnesia about, the one thing that he forgets, listen, is your sin. You don't know when to shout. These Baptist folks, some of them, I tell you. The one thing that God says he's thrown behind his back, the one thing that God says that he will not bring up against you anymore, the one thing that God says that he will never hold against you anymore is your sin. He came to destroy the works of the devil. He came to set you free from laboring and toiling and up and down and up and down. It's time now for you to receive the upload, receive the upgrade. Jesus lifts you up from the dungeons and says, I have come to set you free from the bondage and the chains of your sin. Come unto me, all you who labor and are weighed down, heavy laden, I will give you rest. God is not unjust to forget your labor of love. And then he says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58, your labor is not in vain in the Lord. That's why you need to make sure that everything that you're doing, your motive in the fear of God, in the holiness of God, your motive is to please God. The Bible says Enoch pleased God and then God just took him. He just took him up, just took him out. No trace of him, you can't find him, nowhere. God took him. And beloved, I believe that God wants to take you out of the doldrums, out of your misery, out of your depression, out of your feeling like you're not enough, out of thinking that you are devalued, out of this whole idea that the world feels and makes you think that you're not good enough. No, not only are you good enough, beloved, you are the beloved of God. You are a child of God. You are the righteousness of God in Jesus Christ. The love of God is in you. The power of God is in you. You have victory in your veins. You have the blood of Jesus Christ running through your veins. And he says, you are my beloved. You are the beloved of God. He will not forget your labor of love. In fact, he says this. Watch what I'm about to say now. God will add flavor to your labor. 
I'm going to try it over here. <laughs> See, y'all look like folk who like a little seasoning on your, on your meat. Now, we're the hospital, but we're not going to serve you hospital food. We're going to put a little seasoning on your meat. Some call it accent, some call it season all, but God wants to put some flavor in your labor. Did you hear what I just said? You're toiling, you're laboring, you're tired, you're weary. It's time now for you to taste and see that the Lord is good. He wants to add flavor to your labor. So you don't grow weary in well-doing. That's something about flavor, I tell you. Uh, I, This is the gospel. This is the good news. This is the you and Gailey. It's always good news. And so God says, I want you to understand that every season that you approach, as you are approaching this new season now, I have good news following you. In fact, you've got two bodyguards following you everywhere you go. The Bible says in Psalms, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I don't know who's following you, but I know who's following me. Goodness and mercy follows me all the days of my life. So you keep on walking. You keep on laboring. Keep on loving, keep on giving, keep on praying. You've got two bodyguards following you everywhere you go. That's why you can live the love out. You got backup. You got upgrade. You got update. So, Papa Kitty, years ago, those of you who've been here for some time, you remember when he would come in and say, all right, get him up, Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who... Yeah, you remember. Now, yes, Brother Hinman, we're going to get an upgrade today. Here's the upgrade. When I was preparing this message, I heard the voice of God say to me very clearly, you remind them this morning that not only can they do all things, but in Christ, you can do all seasons. Winter, spring, summer, or fall, all you got to do is call. And I'll be there. Yes, I will. You got a friend. You got a friend. Help me, somebody. Your friend is Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege it is to carry everything to God in prayer. Everything, 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 everything. Everything. It's a new season. I can do all seasons through Christ who strengthens me. Well, how do we? Let's get to some how now. Let's, let's get to some application. How, how do we get through these changing seasons? When you consider 
that you can do all seasons through Christ who strengthens you. The one thing you come to understand is that you must update. You must upgrade. You must change your way of thinking. You've got to stop thinking that you're not good enough. You've got to stop competing and comparing yourself with anybody. There's nobody like you. You are precious. You are valued. You are worth everything that Jesus died for. There's nobody like you. Don't let the devil fool you. Don't compare yourself with nobody. Don't compete with nobody. Don't look at somebody thinking that they're better than you. No, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. When you look in the mirror, you see Jesus looking back at you, telling you, you got this thing. I got you. I got your back. I got your front. I got your up. I got your down. Nobody like you. Nobody better than you. So how? How do we come to this place of enjoying this life that Jesus has called us to live? We update. We upgrade. We upgrade from things to seasons. We upgrade from I can do all things through Christ to I can do all seasons through Christ. Because no matter where you land, no matter how many birthdays, no matter how many labor days, no matter how many lobby, you are going to get ready to go through a season. And for you to get through the season that's in front of you, baby, you got to upgrade. Baby, you got to update. Honey, you got to see yourself different than the way you saw yourself yesterday. I remember I was going through a tough season. And I struggled with changing because I knew I was going to be married to a woman from Jamaica. <laughs> and uh, Jamaicans, they're just a little different breed than <laughs> Americans. Some of them think they're Americans, but they're not. You know, they're from the West Indies. They're not from America. <laughs> and as much as I love my wife, my kids told me, said, Dad, you, you, you got to do something. We're going to help you now. But you got to get rid of this thing. You got to get rid of this. <laughs> I didn't want to let it go. I didn't want to upgrade. I didn't want to update. I didn't want to change. Now, I know you, 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 you never been in a situation where you needed to change and you didn't want to change, but somebody was trying to, if you just change, you'll get you somebody. You'll get that on your way next week. See, you, you got to shift. You, you, you got to change a few things, right? You might have to put some braids in your hair. You might have to get you a new set of teeth. I don't know. You might have to. <laughs> Let me go over here. You, you, <laughs> you, you might have to put a little paint on the building. I think Aretha, she said it this way. This is a pastor's daughter now, a preacher's daughter. She said this. In the morning when I wake up, 1968, before I put on my makeup, help me somebody, I say a little prayer for you. Isn't it good to know that somebody's praying for you? 
Isn't it a blessing to know that Jesus is praying for you? Isn't it a blessing to know that the Holy Spirit is interceding for you? But as he's interceding, he said, look, you got to upgrade. You got to update. Don't be afraid of change. If you get rid of this old thing here and get you something like this, I think they call it an iPhone. My kids, they try to trick me now and get to the iPhone. Is it 14 or 15? I'm done. This, I'm, this is enough for me right here. They're always trying to slick me out of something. You know, they get close up to you and try to be nice and everything, and they start talking real. And they, you know when they want something, right? I've got enough upgrade right here. Now, I'll listen to you. I got rid of this, and I updated. I upgraded. Now, I can do my seasons more effective. Whenever you upgrade, you become more effective. You become more productive. Whenever you upgrade, you can get more done. Whenever you upgrade, you can work smarter and not harder. Whenever you upgrade, they may even say, listen, uh, uh, Sister Wilson, I know you back there in coach, but we want to upgrade you to first class. I guarantee you, she'll get out of that seat so fast, it'll make your hair swim. <laughs> Help me, somebody. How do we get, we got to upgrade, and then here are three things that we need to do. Watch this. We have to make sure that we are holding on to Scripture, that we are sola scriptura, that we are studying the Word of God, that we're not just picking here and cherry picking there, but we are becoming students of the Word of God. We are becoming trained, devoted, dedicated disciples of Jesus Christ. And the way you do that, you let the Word of God get in you, and you get in the Word of God. Jesus said these words in Luke 18.1. He says, I will that men pray always and faint not. You know the people who are fainting and giving up? They're the people who are not praying. Are you listening? The people that the devil is eating up like Pac-Man are the people who are not in the word of God. They're not in prayer. They're not in community. God's not trying to throw you under the bus. He's not trying to put up. No, he's saying, listen, you're missing out on the best part of life, prayer and the word of God. The Bible says the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of God abides forever. When you hold on to the word of God, God's word will hold on to you. He won't let you go. It's the word of Almighty. God. I don't care how old you get. You cannot outlive God's word. Yeah. Brother Him and you helping me preach today. Maybe I should give you this here. Give me some of that. Give me some of that. He said, give me some of that. I love you. I love you. Now, we have to stay in the word of God. We have to continue to pray. And then thirdly, we have to stay connected to the body of Christ. This local church is not just here just because, just because, just because. No, no, no. This is the local assembly of God where believers gather together to pray, to give, to be taught, to be trained, to fellowship. The people who are fainting and giving up and quitting, they're not connected to the body of Christ. And it's the devil's job to try to isolate you and make you think you can do life on your own. You were not created to do life on your own. Well, Brother Wilson, where did you get that from? In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. God created community with himself, his Son, and the Holy Spirit. And he now has us in this community of faith, this community of believers, so that we can keep growing. So 
I want to give you these. How are we to function in God's family? Here's number one. How are we to function in God's family? Listen now. Number one, we drink to remember. We celebrate communion. We remember the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. We drink to remember. Isn't that a blessing to come to a place where you can drink and don't get drunk? When I say drunk, I mean wake up miserable the next day, headache, bloodshot eyes, you don't want to go to work, you want another day off, Labor Day ain't enough, I need another holiday. No, you need to drink in the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit refill you so that you don't have to depend on Jack Daniels and Jack be quick and Jack be limbo and jump over the candlestick. No, you just need to let the Holy Spirit do his work in you. And I trust you, beloved, you may be drunk, but it won't be with Jack Daniels. It won't be with Slow Gin Fizz. It won't be with Coors. It won't be with Betty Blue or whatever it is you drink. When you drink of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit refills you, he gives you a high like nobody else can. There's no high like the most high. I double dare you to get drunk on the Holy Spirit. I dare you to let him keep filling you. All right, so number one, number one, number one, we drink to remember. Number two, number two, watch this, we refill to replenish. We refill to replenish. When God is retrofitting and rebuilding and restoring and refreshing, he's going to do it in conjunction with his word and the power of the Holy Spirit simultaneously. And as you go through every season, you are going to understand more why God says, I want you to celebrate and remember everything that I accomplished for you at, Cal at Calvary. We drink to remember. We refill to replenish so that you can get some rest. You can tell when a person hadn't gotten no rest the night before. They're grumpy. They wake up, they can't remember stuff. They lose the keys all the time, lose the phone all the time. They misplace stuff. And if you ain't careful, watch what I'm about to say now. It happened to Peter. If you ain't careful, they'll cuss you out. I knew it was going to get quiet when I said that. God will change your language, and you will come to understand that he will take your frustration, that anger, and you will never use it to hurt anybody. He will turn it, and you will understand that God says vengeance belongs to me. You don't have to get angry with people. You don't have to get upset with people. You don't have to throw anybody under the bus. You don't have to cuss anybody out. You can open your mouth and bless them. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. I bless you in the name of the Lord. You are blessed coming in. You are blessed going out. You are blessed rising up. You are blessed lying down. So get up and bless somebody. Don't curse somebody. Bless somebody. Don't foo-foo on nobody. Bless somebody. Find somebody to bless. And watch what happens. So, number one, we upgrade and we drink to remember, we refill to repentance, and here's the third one, we go to reproduce. We go to reproduce. As you're going, Jesus says, I want you to make disciples of all nations. As you're going, where you recreate, where you 
play, where you grow, where you work. Sow the seed of the gospel and be involved in discipleship. You come to understand that the first place to make a disciple is at home. Yeah. That, yeah. We make disciples, we make dedicated, devoted Christ followers of all nations. And how do we do that? We teach them, we train them, and we trust them. When you can be trusted, you got more going for you than the richest billionaire on the planet. Why? Because God's word says this, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. So as you're going, sow the seed of the gospel, invest in somebody, make a disciple, get them involved in a group to where they can grow and thrive and not isolate and not let the devil beat them down. And every time you see him, oh, how you doing? Oh, I'm depressed. How you doing? Oh, I'm under. Wait a minute. God did not make you just go under when you die. Right now, you go over. You are an overcomer. 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 How you doing? Oh, I think I'm going to make it under the circumstances. No, get out from under the circumstances and get over. Trying to get over. Trying to get over. Trying to get old. Okay, I'm going to leave that one out. Here's the close. Here's where I close. Now, how do we apply, we shift, we upgrade? We remember, we refill, and we replenish. We do that with two bodyguards following us all the days of our life, goodness and mercy. And it is walked out with the combination, the dynamic duo of the Word of God and the Holy Spirit at work in you until the day you breathe your last breath. Now here's my close. You are so precious to God. You are so valuable to God. God downloaded himself and put on earth skin and came down low enough to give you an upgrade. Now here's, one, here's where I want everybody standing. Everybody standing if you're able to stand. Everybody standing. Everybody standing, please. He came down low enough into every season of your life, no matter what happens, listen to this closing point now. God will never remember your worst mistake. This is why, yeah, this is why people are depressed. This is why people are under shame and guilt and the bondage and the weight of stuff that God did not intend for them to carry. They're not receiving the goodness and the mercy of Jesus Christ. They're not allowing the love of God to replace that picture that's in their mind. God wants you to get rid of that picture and fix your eyes on Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of your faith. That's why we are the cathedral of faith. We are the cathedral of faith. We are the cathedral of faith. Now faith is, now faith, faith, faith is the evidence of things hoped for. 
I'm about to hug him again, but his daughter might get me. So here's, here's, here's our close. You're here this morning. You're listening online. You're out in the amphitheater. Your baby in the parking lot. But God says it's time for you to upgrade now. It's time for you to receive your upgrade. Now, for some, you are gleaning and grieving at the same time. Some of you are grieving loss, loss of a job, loss of a loved one, loss of income. Some person who was your friend a long time just kicked you to the curb. Many of you are enduring loss. But listen to this poor preacher. In Christ, you never lose. Did, did you hear what God just said to you? In Christ, you never lose. You've read the end of the book. I know you heard it. Preachers have stood here and said it over again. We win. You're on the winning team. So, beloved, if you're here and you hear God's voice speaking to you about his overwhelming love for you, and you're saying, God, I want to receive my upgrade today. Now, if you go to San Jose Airport and they don't give you a first-class ticket, don't get mad with me. That's not what I'm saying. God wants there to be a shift on the inside of you so that you realize that greater is he in you than any season that you're facing in the world. If you just want to say yes to the love of God this morning, you just want to say yes to your upgrade right now. You just want to say, yes, Lord, I receive this overwhelming love from you to upgrade my thinking from the guttermost to the uttermost. If that's you, please, everybody quiet. If you can just quiet for a moment. Shh. This is a holy moment. If that's you, all I want you to do is raise your right hand. I want to pray for you. Now, after the service, the prayer team is going to be right down here to pray for you. Out in the amphitheater, they'll be down to pray for you. But I want to pray over you this morning. You're going through a shift. You're going through a change. It doesn't feel good, right? But God is saying, if you just let me upgrade you, I'll give you some medicine that heals you everywhere you hurt. And it's found in the Word of God by the power of the Holy Spirit. If that's you, slip your right hand up, and I want to pray for you. You want to be included in my right? My God. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, put your hands down. Listen. Father, you saw every hand raised in this building. You gave us these hands. You gave us strength to raise these hands. So, God, we raise both of our hands in total surrender to remind ourselves as our founding pastor taught us years ago, I can do all seasons through Christ who strengthens me. And that's going to be my closing prayer over you. Everybody repeat it after me. I can do all seasons through Christ who strengthens me. Now, God, for every hand that was raised, I pray that you would meet every person at their point of need. Give comfort. Provide. Heal. Deliver. Set free. Guide, comfort, console, instruct, direct, provide, keep safe. Each of these, your children who raise their hands. And for all that you do, God, in advance now, we give you the glory for the results. We give you glory for the results. In Jesus' name. Father.
now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless, faultless before his throne of glory with exceeding great joy to the only wise God be glory, majesty, dominion, and power both now and forever. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. May God be gracious to you and give you his peace. Beloved, you go with God because God goes with you. We'll see you next week. Have a great day. Upgrade.